Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate your attention more than you know. Today's episode, I am speaking with my good friend, Bart. He and I met at a conference in Slovakia a few years ago where he showed us the Wim Hof method in person. It was incredible. And today we're talking about getting out of our boxes and getting back into nature. He's such an inspirational guy. I know you're going to want to immediately get into the ice with him. Hope you enjoy this episode as much as I enjoyed speaking with him. Thank you so much. Talk to you soon. I'm so glad you're here. I missed you. So good to see you. Likewise. Yeah, really beautiful to see and speak again. So uh, thank you for the opportunity. Yeah, of course, we finally got it together. It was just like a matter of, I just needed a home. Like when we were talking, I was like living out of a suitcase and a backpack with a kid. And, you know, anyway, it's, yeah. it's, it's great to see you. And uh, yeah. But you've got a home now. Yeah, got a home. We're at home. I'm at home. I mean, yes, I'm at home. Cool. Yeah. Cool. It's amazing. And uh, Shalom is great. She's, you know, almost two and a half now. You see the pictures. She- I'm loving the pictures. It's like, whoa, she's so big. And uh, yeah, it's like, whoo. Time flies. Yeah, she's so big and bright. Yeah. All right. Let's get into it. Let's like, you know what? I want to ask you a question. How has it been being home? Like not doing doing, um, the Wim Hof method, not traveling, not taking people out on treks. Like how has it been? Yeah. And stationary a bit. It's it's been... um... It's been good and bad. It's been everything. It's uh, it's been a good mindset game and challenge. Uh, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, and it's not that I'm not practicing the Wim Hof method anymore. It's not that I'm not taking people out into nature anymore. It's just not happening abroad too much. Every now and then, I I do find reasons to sort of go into Belgium or Germany, so the adjacent countries. Okay. Um, and yeah, it's it, it's okay. It's it's. I think we're in this 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 phase in life where where the the perception of time actually is changing. Um, a year ago, I was in Poland for the last time, and that's that's already more than three hundred and sixty-five days ago. But it feels like two weeks ago, and. A lot has happened, obviously, uh, during the last year. Um, we, we live in crazy and amazing times, challenging times, um, but it's also okay. I think we need this, this phase that we're going through in order to be able to create the, the new world that we actually want to see. And, and that goes with, with lots of anxious and crazy and scary and challenging moments. But I think it's necessary for us to transform into... Yeah, new level of vibing, so to say. I love that. The new level mm. of vibing, man. It's totally true. It's totally yeah. true. We'll get back yeah. to that in a second. Can you share, like, what got you into the Hoff method? Yeah. yeah. Well, um, share a little bit about yourself, too, it would be amazing. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Um, so, uh, f- for those of you who do not know me yet, my name is Bart. Um, Claude and I met um, in Slovakia, in Bratislava, a couple of years ago. Um, I had I had the opportunity to uh, to uh, to spend some time in a traffic jam uh, with Claude, and uh, yeah, we sort of clicked on the back seat. It was super cool. Um, and uh, my background lies in neuroscience. Um, I'm, I'm a neuropsychologist. I've got a PhD in, in it. And so we did a lot of science in that field. Um, and up until the moment that I 
sort of presented myself with a big burnout and I needed to reinvent myself. I needed to, yeah, sort of find out who is this guy? Because everything that I was thinking that I was sure as hell wasn't working anymore for me. So I needed to, I needed to reinvent myself. I needed to get, get rid of a lot of BS and, 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 and dig deep to get back to my core. And that's where I found that this, this, this playful, crazy kid inside deep, hidden deep inside uh, behind lots of layers of anxiety and panic and fear. Um, um, yeah, the, the fear of losing control, of not being good enough, of not belonging. And um, uh, yeah, so I, 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 needed to, I needed to do something. And I started taking ba baby steps towards myself, actually. And, and by that, I came out of this burnout as my, more of myself than I had ever been up until then. Um, and that's also about the point when during the coaching that I got um, in my burnout period, uh, I, I saw this video of this, I don't know this, I, I, at that time and point, I didn't know who he was, this crazy guy swimming past an iceberg. Like, I think a lot of people might have seen a short video clip on YouTube about Wim Hof, the Iceman. And it triggered me and I thought, that's that's BS. That that can't be real. So I was looking for the green screen. I thought it was I, I thought it was pasted in there, but it turned out to be true. And um, yeah, so um, so I I dug I dug into the to the method to what this guy was about, what this guy was telling, because I thought he was really crazy, like a lot of people think. And um, yeah, and in 2015 I started uh, participating in uh, in a scientific study. So science actually got me into the method. Uh, I was invited to participate in the Cool Challenge, which was a national inquiry where 3,000 people showered cold for the month of January. And water in January, on average, is pretty cold. Um, it was a hell, five days. And then on day six, I get out of the shower and I'm warm. And I'm like, what the F is this? It's how? What did I do? I thought that I forgot to turn the tap to cold, but I didn't. It, it was cold. And it's like, whoa, something's happening inside of me. I want to know more. So then I, then I really started reading into it, digging into it. And yeah, it touched me. It, it touched me right here. And I thought, this is so powerful. I have spent so many years here inside of my head, creating beliefs, limiting beliefs, self-destructing beliefs. And now there is something, a cold shower for crying out loud, that gets me here again. And I got to know more of this. So that's when I started inquiring about what to do to become a Wim Hof Method instructor. And I started um, following that program in 2016. I graduated as a level one instructor at the beginning of 2017. But that week in Poland, so there are different phases in, in, in becoming a Wim Hof Method instructor, the week in Poland, which is the last week, um, you go deep. It's just the, the biggest self-development journey I've ever been on and um yeah and I thought okay this is what I gotta do I've I found part of my calling um I, I already started my own company uh, back to nature coaching and and this just so fully aligned with that that I thought I, I want to become a trainer trainer so uh, I, I spoke with Wim and the team I said I want to be part of the team get me on stage I wanted to I want to turn new people into Wim Hof Method instructors and that's the beginning of the journey Wow. <laughs> so many things in there. I mean, uh, the question I have is like a real 
practical question. On day six, you felt warm. How? What happens in your body, your mind? Yeah. How did that happen? I didn't realize that at that time and point because I was just flabbergasted by what was happening here. But looking back on it, I think, I feel, I stopped fighting. I got out of my own way. I got out of my own limiting, my, my own set of, of major limiting beliefs that this is BS, this can't work. And that kept me in, in survival mode, in stress mode, in fight mode. And I think at some point, I just went like, huh, what the heck? Let's just, you know, embrace the cold or embrace this cold shower. And at that time and point, I got out of my head, out of the limiting beliefs, and my body started doing what it should have been doing all along, produced more warmth. So I got out of the shower warm. So I stopped fighting, started living there. Wow. That's super, it's like, it's so simple, but it's so profound. I stopped yeah. fighting and I started yeah. living there. I think a lot of people are, um, are fighting life and it isn't a competition. Yeah. We're not going to win. We, we've got mortal bodies. We're going to die, people. At some point, there is an end to this. And there might be a whole new party on the other side, depending <laughs> on what you believe and what you're open to. I don't know at this time. I believe something, but I don't know at this time and point. So, but a lot of people are not living life. They're just slowly dying each day and unaware of it. And I was doing the same thing. I was just this ordinary guy and uh, yeah, not living life, just living other people's lives and expectations. And at that point, and the moments that, 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 that came out of that uh, after, I just decided... I don't want to be ordinary anymore. I want to be fucking extraordinary. I want to, I, I want to live life. I want to feel again. And yeah, and that's when I started feeling and living again. And, you know, and then, then, then you end up in the backseat of cars with, with crazy, cool, like-minded people like you. So, um, yeah. <laughs> that was my first ride in a Tesla. Yeah, mine too. <laughs> yeah, that was so crazy. You want to be fucking extraordinary. And you are, absolutely. I mean, like you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Mm. In, you know, you know, your old self. Mm. And, the, and you had wisdom, obviously, you weren't just a wreck. I mean, you had so much wisdom. What part of that old self do you still hold on to? What was, mm. what were the gifts of that old self that you're like, no, no, no. I, I like that guy. I like that part. Yeah. Well, the, 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 the I still, kind of look the same on the outside maybe maybe my my hairline shifted a bit from on top uh, to bottom or something um but but what i kept is um questioning but question so questioning life questioning stuff and but that that expanded majorly so i used to question things from a scientific point of view uh but i would also frame everything in a scientific point of view so that if it would, would if, if it wasn't um, if it wasn't able to transfer it into either zeros or ones, make it measurable, make it evidence based, then to me it was like nah, no go. But I still asked in that very very narrow bandwidth. I was still asking questions, and and I've kept doing that. I'm just doing that in everything now, and yeah, that that opens doors. Um, 
yeah so my my curiosity to stuff i've always been a curious kid i always wanted to know like yeah this this like like a glass how how, how is this made how did he do it and 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 that water where does it come from so i was always curious and that's still happening so that that little kid that was in there still is here but it's just showing up more now uh, so yeah i kept that okay i love it a curious kid absolutely yeah so, so tell me about the treks and the expeditions and trips you take people on and what is that like who signs up and what do you do? <laughs> like, what is this what walk us through like yeah that's so and yeah, in, in essence, um, we've we've got we've got the Wim Hof method related travel. So when when I take new instructors out into nature in Poland uh, uh, in in the last phase of becoming an instructor, um, but next to that I also when skies are a bit more open, uh, I also organize travels uh, yeah, into nature. Like for instance, Norway is one of my favorite places where nature is more rough and and larger and. Um, I've got I've got a number of I had to postpone a number of travels to the states already because um, yeah I was I was planning on coming there and I will um, just take some more time uh, so what I do in a sense is as I, I take people out of their patterns out of their 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 sort of narrow-minded comfort zones I don't want to be judgmental but but comfort zone may, maybe by definition is narrow-minded um, so I take them out. I can take them out here and, and go outside and, and walk outside here. I do that with individual clients here. But the cool, the really cool stuff also happens when you really grab people from one part of the world, transport them over to the other part and another part of the world, and then yeah, get them back to the bare necessities. So do wild camping, do stand-up paddle boarding, uh, do long hikes, and just let people go through the roughness of dealing with themselves, getting out of their own way. And then that, that, that goes so much easier when you're out in nature. Yeah. I, you know, you're in a box now. I'm in a box now. We're both in, in houses, in homes. Cool that we have developed that with our crazy minds. But we are nature. And by taking this nature that we are back out into nature, which we are intrinsically part of and then we just reconnect again easier and we find ourselves easier so everything that i had been doing as a psychologist talking to people in a box in a room in an office was nice and cool and it probably helped people a bit but what i see when i take people outside and in essence ask similar questions way more depth is is there uh, people go deep way more faster and go beyond that superficial layer that most people only scratch upon and really go deep to the core of the issue and and yeah sort of reinvent themselves actually i was uh, a couple of years ago i was in norway for, as, as a nice example um i was there with uh, kim kleisters the former uh, tennis champ um Mm -hmm. She she joined me for uh, for travel, and this was in the weeks in the two weeks of the French Open. So I always travel to Norway in June, and uh, the French tennis for the tennis lovers among you, French Open. You've got some rackets on the back of your uh, <laughs> old, old school old school rackets, classical ones. So um, and and Kim, she's well, she started playing again, but she was retired at that time in point. But then 
then if you're retired and you're really, really good, you get invited for a master's tournament. So she was invited, but she said, no, I'm going to Norway with some friends and bought first, and then I'm coming to France. And we were the last night of our trip, we were in a tent and we don't have anything there. We've got astronaut food and a little, little vegetables, uh, a tent, a sleeping bag, that's it, and raw nature. And we sat there next to each other, we were talking and she was like, in 24 hours, I'll be in Paris. I'll be in a five-star hotel with marble and gold and all the shit happening there. And I don't feel like going. I know, I know I will like it again when I'm there. But now here, man, this, the silence, the connection, the, the smells, the, the sen every sensory modality is, is triggered again. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, yeah, that's what happens when you take people out on, 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 on multiple day tracks in nature. So, yeah. Beautiful. It's so beautiful and so true. I mean, you know, it was a very long time ago, but I went on that 93 day outward bound. Yeah. I talk about quite a bit and, you know, living, just living in nature. We had a tarp. We didn't even have a tent. Had, yeah. Cool. As we had you know, astronaut food for sure. We were carrying, you know, I, I, each of us got a tub of peanut butter, yeah, an apple. Uh, we had a block of cheese, government issued yeah. cheese, government issued <laughs> cheese. And, um, and then, you know, we, we had some, a lot of dried food that we would make and figure it out. I mean, we'd figure yeah. it out. Uh, but it was the best, it was the best and most pivotal experience of my entire life. Yeah. And not having not having anything and having everything yes we don't need much we overcomplicate life big time and when you go back back to the essentials we really we really do not need much we can live way easier and richer lives in in that way and and that that's what people experience when when they go out and there is almost nothing there yeah. But there is everything there. There's everything there. And I think also the connection that people get with one another. Obviously yeah. You, but, you know, getting to know strangers, you get to know them in a much different way where, yeah. I don't know, there's, you just drop in. There's no cell phone. So it's not no. like, you're, you know, checking out the, the news or going on Spotify and, you know, have you listened to the new song or whatever? It's uh, no, you got to create your own song there. You got to create your own music for sure. I love yeah. that. I love that. Yeah. So, um, for those of us that don't know, like, why Poland? Where are you? Like, tell us a little bit more about the where you are, but like the the geography, the region, and and you know, you mentioned Norway being kind of like a harsher wilderness, more wild. Yeah, it's more it's 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 more uncut, so to say. It's it's, it's less domesticated. Uh, okay. I, I was in a webinar just I was talking about we're we're overly domesticated as 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 a Western society that we are. We're we're spoiled, um, and and that's not good for our system. So by taking people into more wilder nature, they realign with they rewild in essence a bit. They 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 get back in touch with their their superhuman powers. And um, so uh, I live in the Netherlands, tiny country. Most of you guys will know Amsterdam, which is not the entire Netherlands, um, but but that's what most people will know the Netherlands by. And everything in the, most of the Netherlands is flat and domesticated, rural area, um, no real wild nature. 
Wim has a place in Poland. He came there a lot of years ago and um, in the south of Poland, so that, that's that's towards Eastern Europe, uh, or former Eastern Europe. Um, yeah, you sort of travel back in time a bit. Um, it's it's not as it's not as clean. It's not as as I, I don't want to say anything negative because I love that place. But it's just there is less there. Um, nature is more raw again. There are bigger rocks, um, colder streams, and uh, and uh, yeah, it's a beautiful way to get people and even Polish people who who know the south of Poland. The the giant the region is called the Giant Mountains. Um, the town is Przeka and. Um, it's it's like traveling back in time. It, it's when I go there, I imagine that my my grandparents lived in similar conditions, or maybe maybe even my great grandparents. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 that's getting outside of that that bubble, that comfort zone that we've created. About this is what life should look like. And that's in travel. That's why I like traveling in general so much. Going to other places, experiencing, embracing those other places, letting yourself be embraced by the other cultures. That's that's enlightening, and yeah, it, yeah, it makes you feel again very connected. Yeah, I love it. Hey, are you an optimist? I don't know. Am I? I Maybe. Are you a positive? Per- would you say you're a positive person? Like what? What actually? What actually fuels you? Life, love of life, love, love fuels me. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, that came out quite quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Check. <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah i'm just i'm just in i'm in love with life with 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 all the light sides and all the dark sides that are there too yeah. um and showing up vulnerable um sharing the fact that i've got a lot of self-limiting beliefs also people sometimes call me mr positive and you ask me are you are you an optimist yeah yeah no i i am and that means that I am both, both optimist and sometimes pessimist. And uh, so the dark side is there too. And, uh, and, and I see that and I honor it, but uh, because only by knowing the dark side, I can appreciate the light. If everything would be light, it would be fucking boring. So um, we need to hit, to hit our head sometimes. We need to get hurt sometimes to feel alive. We need to actively seek discomfort to become more comfortable within the uncomfortable. Yes. And yeah. I don't know whether you're an optimist then, maybe just a being. I don't know. Yeah, there, there are no labels. It was just a, it was a question I had. And what you just described is what I would describe as like emotional optimism. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah. You, know, you, have to, you, have to, you have to know the dark in order to experience and, you know, have this love of the light. Yeah. And be okay and be okay with the dark because you know, like, A, that's how you learn, but B, it's not always going to be dark. No, everything is, is, is a phase. And, and I think when, when you sort of transfer that to life in general, what we already is talking about a bit is that, that people, are, people are afraid of dying. And by being afraid of dying, people unconsciously decide not to live. Mm. So they're, they're only paying attention to the negative stuff that is there. But even in this, in these crazy challenging times that we're living in now, the times that we are recording this podcast, um, there is so much positivity going on. You just, it's, and it's hiding in plain sight. It's there. 
You just need to open up, maybe not your eyes, but maybe your heart a bit more. And, that, and that's why I love you so much because, you know, you're the heart lady. You're, that, that, that's how you got into my heart. And um, yeah, you just by, by opening up to the fact that even in dark times, there is always light. And we need this darkness and the cracks in the darkness for the light to shine through. So we need, you know, all the tile wisdom is, is, is uh, it's there. Um, yeah, embrace it, live it. And and if, if you call that an emotional optimist, then namaste. <laughs> That's what I am. I love your energy. I always, I you know, your energy introduces you way before you even open your mouth. And I can remember, because I got to the airport before you, and I can remember, yeah. you know, I was super jet-lagged. Well, yeah, you were. You I sat there at that table in that restaurant, oh, and I was like, "Who's that lady? Right. She's tired." And, and uh, you just like, you know, you sprightly, you know, you just <laughs> with the plane. You had a backpack, you know, and it was just you were just this very jolly. You know, I would almost say, <laughs> but it's really you're just so full of life and love, and and uh, and and I know that's because you also were in that that other place too. Yeah. You know, yeah. because you, you've touched amazing discomfort. Yeah. Yeah. And I still do every now and then. I mean, that's, that's life. That's life. Life, you know, what people say, sometimes people think that balance is a flat line. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, and then, and then I always say, yeah, yeah, that, that, exactly that. And then I say, maybe you should go to the hospital and put this, like, like pulse meter on your finger and if you if you show that flat line you know people will start panicking right. you're entering the next stage then uh that's not life life is ups and downs and embracing the ups and the downs and embracing the journey so you know because highs only exist you you know this but highs only exist by by grace of the lows that's if right. the lows aren't there the highs aren't there this is life life is cyclical it's a phase everything is passing and everything is renewing again yeah. This song, um, this old 60s song, I think it's by the birds. And it says, you know, to everything, turn, turn, turn. There is a season, yeah. turn, turn, turn. Yeah. yeah. That's it. I mean, it's, we're just passing through here. Yeah. Yeah. Passing through. So we better make it an enjoyable, comfortable, crazy ass ride. And right. we're not here to, as, as, as sort of innocent bystanders, just, like leaning, leaning backwards and, oh, whatever, I'll just let this one pass. No, that's not what I'm here for. Yeah. I want to make a lasting impression. I want, to, I want to show my kids that you can lead life in a different way than just, you know, waiting. <laughs> no, you know, go for it. Live it. That's it. So listen, where can people, like, learn more about you? Where can they communicate with you? Where do you want, to, where do you want them to hit you up? They, they they can uh, they can hit me up in multiple places, but maybe easiest would be my website, um, which is also really really simple. It, it's my name. It's www.botscholterson or Scholterson as you say dot an L. Um, and my phone number is there. My email address is there. My Twitter account is there. My Instagram profile is there. Um, so that might be a good way to start. All right, I'll I'll definitely we'll definitely get that out. And you also like, I mean, we're six hours away, and you are always up for a convo in the middle of your night. Yeah. Like, don't worry, just yeah. watch at me like in the middle of my night, and I'll get up. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. That's but that's you know that that's also to me part of life, and um, I'm I'm overly grateful for being able to have this worldwide network, uh, which is which is not only clients but also friends, um, in essentially all time zones. And I thank Wim for that because if I wouldn't have met Wim and I wouldn't have become um, yeah one of the eight international academy instructors, um, I wouldn't have had that big as a network as fast as i i got that now but that also means that yeah sometimes it is 2 a.m my time and i'm talking to somebody in the states or it's it's i don't know 4 a.m my time and it's evenings in australia and i'm talking with somebody there and i will sleep and i do sleep and it's okay but for good connections there is always time and room so even if that is in the middle of my night you're the best you're I know we're going to continue. Like this is this is not it. We're going to jam on Instagram and LinkedIn. Um, but I really I cannot wait until I can get to Norway with you and experience that. I really can't. I know we've been talking about it for a while. Yeah, it's it will happen. It will. It'll I, yeah. Super super excited for that day. Me so. too, and I'm super excited to show you the fjords and yeah. um, and and the cold waterfalls. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Looking it. forward. Thank you for thank you for being here. Claude, love you. Thank you so much. I'll chat with you next time. Bye bye. bye. Later.